Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 45. Today, we will be discussing Fear the Walking Dead, season five, episode one, entitled Here to Help, with the theme of threats. We also discuss the movie John Wick, chapter three, Parabellum, and shows like Black Summer and Dead to Me. Before we dive in, how are you doing? Diana. I am surviving the heat. It's hot. <laughs> it's warm. I think it sure. was like 87 today, which is California hot or yeah. Silicon Valley hot. Yeah. And then so. yesterday was 90. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Actually, I don't actually know what I thought. I, in my car, it said 87. So yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe it was warmer. Let's just say it was warmer. Yeah, it was warmer. It was, yeah, it was so. warm. It's hot. Yeah. But we are enjoying our um, cheese and crackers and our wine. We know. And so it's very nice. And I had a great weekend. I, you did? I semi-camped. Oh, cool. <laughs> Same so, here. Semi means that I went early in the morning and I came back late at night. Oh, but cool. It was awesome hanging out with our friends. Um, oh, I friends saw your pictures. Yeah. Friends we've known for so long that we adore. And um, it's just so fun to be with good people that just know you and love you no matter what oh yeah yeah we were making margaritas Ooh, yeah yeah so it was just a lot of fun we that were we had a trek though it was a hike in sight which they didn't realize and we didn't realize so we had to park far away and we had to hike what? in and the problem was that it was up and down a hill no. okay it wasn't straight what it was hell? up and down my calves were killing me on Monday, I was I'm like, so oh disturbed my right God. now. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine because our truck is completely filled. Yes. When we can't, like, we, uh-huh. we went camping also. Uh huh. Yes, I know. Oh my gosh. And I can't imagine having to do that. There's no way that we would we'd be able to go there. I know. Well, um, one of our friends had a wagon and one of our friends had a um, dolly. So I think that helped. So when we got there, they had, you know, gone Friday night. So when they got there, they came and met us and took the wagon full. But still, even with nothing, walking up and down the hills, we had to walk up and down the hill, like hilly, to get to the restroom. So we were going oh. there a lot. You know, I saw the pictures. And I'm like, oh, Gabe, I'm telling my husband, you know, checking yeah. out the site. And uh-huh. we thought it both looked so pretty. And uh, yeah, you don't. They're not all hiking. Oh, so you can theirs get one. was particular, yes. but it's beautiful. Yeah, That's it was very yeah, and it was a nice. It was uh, really nice. We could wear shorts, but we did have to put. Uh, well, you know, it's okay. This is California weather. It was so hot right this week, but during the weekend it, it was slightly cool there. Like we had to put our sweatshirts. We on, are in East you know? Bay. <laughs> yeah, so you we got the, like That's the nice true. Bay breeze. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that type of a breeze um it was hot all day and then at evening it did kind of cool down but the only reason why i bundled up was because i get bit by mosquitoes yeah and there were just tons of bugs out and i'm not i don't not afraid of them it's just like there were a lot more than we remember the last time that uh-huh. we went so we're all like covered up and stomping around the kids were having such a blast i love camping yeah. and we had neighbors and then the day that we left we got new neighbors and you know everyone's a stranger but then it just seems like depending on who you meet you could be as if like you've known each other for a long time mm-hmm now, our new neighbors that we got, we didn't end up staying. We left early, not because of them, but mm-hmm. conveniently because of them, you know. So it was perfect timing. We wanted to go home anyways. And just the fact that 
um, we weren't meshing with our neighbors oh at all. And these particular strangers just kind of actually now watching Fear the Walking Dead, it's kind of making me think about how you would be with strangers possibly in an apocalypse. So would yeah. you trust your neighbors or strange somebody that you've never met if they felt like... It's- or yeah. yeah. What's funny is, okay, wait, I'm going to go back to camping for one second okay. because with that question. Yeah. So uh, one of the neighbors asked to borrow something uh-huh. and we lent it to him. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then we didn't see them for a while. We're like, did they take off with it? <laughs> we're like, oh, were we too trusting? I mean, we were like on the lookout. We're like, yeah. where, you know, and they did come back. But oh, we were like sweating it though. Really? We like, oh my gosh. And then we ran out of <laughs> charcoal lighter fluid. It was a misunderstanding. Um, I thought we thought someone else had some, but we misunderstood the answer. So we didn't have any. And so we're like ready to barbecue. We have nothing oh, to I hate barbecue. When that with. Happens. So they're like, go. Go ask those people. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, I'll go ask. So I went and asked, and it was uh, some young people. And I don't know, they were like, they were a little bit slightly, ha- not in a bad way. It was almost like it felt awkward or something. And they're like, okay. And I'm thinking, okay, do they hardly have any lighter fluid or something? But I picked it up, it's all full. I'm like, okay, I'm only going to use a squirt. <laughs> but, yeah. but we did, and I gave it back to them. So. You know, and they could see me. I was right there. I was going to run off with their lighter right. fluid. But so it's interesting, right? Trusting people. Mm-hmm. So in an apocalypse, this is so hard because it depends on what it is and your gut feeling with that person. But I don't. I, Ooh, I even don't that know. I feel like can be pretty irrelevant, too. I mean, if, you know, any of you who are listening right now, you've seen the episode. Yeah. Okay, like, I don't know about your gut at this point in this episode, because that may not even matter. Like, but sometimes it does. Sometimes if you really listen to it, it will tell you, right? I I really feel that. I feel like you're thinking, oh, well, they're nice and they're, you know, it seems this way and they're, t- if, you know, they're telling me the truth. But if something in you is just nagging at you, then I think sometimes your gut should overrule your head. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, guys, because what do you this think? This episode was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, as far as trusting your gut and trusting strangers. Now, in an apocalypse, I've watched so many shows. I've learned a lot from Rick Grimes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I can trust. Like it would take a while. Like I would need time. Yeah. I would need um, distance. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get me right away. You know, you have to survive as much as I have to survive. So we know that we can survive together. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm going to have these big boundaries for sure. Yeah. And so I'd I have think to, so, too. Mm-hmm. So my short answer would be no. Mm-hmm. Long term, we'll have to, you know, you have to earn that. Yeah. So, listeners, let us know what you think. You can follow us on our Instagram, Twitter. You can also subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. Would you trust a stranger in an apocalypse? Not me.
So, Brooke, what were your overall thoughts on this season premiere? Oh, well, I thought that, you know, at first it just seemed like it had been a long time since the last season. It has been. And Mm -hmm. gosh, you know, I've been watching so many shows since then. Um, I had almost forgotten about what happened on Fear. And the last season or this season, the premiere introduced new characters very quickly. Yeah. And actually, I was a bit lost at first. Uh, my son, Dominic, he's nine. Um, he kept asking me, who's Logan? Who's Logan? <laughs> While we're watching it. I'm the like, I was saying the same. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> we're watching the same show. <laughs> so when we saw the plane fly over and the crash landing, saving the children, and I was thinking, wow, this was so intense start of the season. This is going to be good. So how yeah. about you? Well, I was glad to see Fear the Walking Dead back on. Yeah. You know, while I much prefer The Walking Dead to Fear the Walking Dead because I'm so attached to the characters. It's been a long time. You know, I still appreciate the show. Um, I was ready for some zombie action, and there were some good zombie effects in this episode, like mm-hmm. the zombie heads yeah. hanging from the trees. Yep. And I really like that they introduce these new kids. There is some mystery as to what they are dealing with and so and some new threats for sure. Right. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Dwight in his crossover from The Walking Dead. And I'm also looking forward to seeing the return of Daniel Salazar in I know. future episodes. Yeah. So what were some things that stood out to you? And where did you see the theme of threats? Well, at first, when the kids were hunting and they shoot that deer, mm-hmm. they were so proud of their hunt. And yeah. that's that's awesome. You know, I was thinking, wow, look at these kids. They've got skills and strategies. And then they heard growlers or, you know, mm-hmm. the growlers heard their shots. And then they heard the growlers and they attracted them. So they're as they're approaching the walker, Um, His rifle gets jammed, Mm -hmm. and they weren't able to defend themselves. They looked super scared, and it to me, it seemed like maybe they didn't have leaders. I'm not sure. But the crash landing of that plane had saved them when some of the parts sliced through the growlers, and the kids were so brave to explore that crash site. I thought that was pretty awesome, but that could very well have been a threat. Yeah. So watching these kids encounter the walkers, a.k.a. growlers, as they called them, mm-hmm. that helped put the fear of these walkers back into me. Yes. I was scared for them. And I like being scared. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you said their rifle wasn't working. I mean, then the walkers kept getting closer and closer. Yeah. And I was screaming into my blanket. <laughs> and... It, it sure does get scary when you see these numbers of walkers, like, increase. It's like right. they look and there's, like, one or two. And then they look again and there's, like, ten. And I know. It's just, like, starts growing. And it's like, ah, what's happening? Right. Yeah. And when they we see the plane crash site, we go inside and Lucy, Luciana, mm-hmm. is hurt. I know. So I was actually really glad to see everybody reunited or at least yeah. – um, it was a reunion for us. We haven't seen them in a season. It's confusing, though, right? Because they yeah. just kind of, all of a sudden, we're like, what's happening? Which right. I like sometimes when that happens because it makes you really pay attention. Yeah. you're not understanding everything. Yeah, I like yeah. that intensity. Mm-hmm. And then Morgan, he needs those children's help uh, so that Luciana, Lucy, won't bleed out. 
And she had this huge metal rod, like, impaled into her chest. Ow! Ooh, that looked painful. Um, The little boy, Dylan, he braves up and he comes to Lucy's aid and he holds there where Morgan tells him to. She looks horrible. Like, she just looks like she's dying. She is. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm actually glad to see the trust in a really scary circumstance. You know, Morgan has to trust these kids. These kids have to trust Morgan. Luciana has no choice but to trust anybody who helps her. So I thought that was really incredible. You're right. I mean, that kid, you know, he has to be brave to take over like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hadn't thought about it. But, you know, here's a little kid putting the pressure on Luciana so that she doesn't that's some bleed out, stuff. right? Isn't that what he was doing? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. So I was like, yeah, wow, this kid. And there is a major walker threat, and it's Alicia to the rescue. I mean, it was really good to see her take charge and be a leader. I mean, she comes out and slices a walker head like a cucumber. It was <laughs> super clean cut, and it was pretty crazy. Yeah. And she keeps whacking them hard in the head, and I just loved it. Yes. I, I mean, she's become a warrior. And she even slices her hand, you know, in the meantime. It's all bloody. Right. And I think that she is ingenious in putting up those wire traps, you know, kind of like a rope. Like a barrier. Yeah. A perimeter. Yeah. um, For them to stumble over, to stall them, to be able to get gain the upper hand to kill them. Right. And at one point, you see a huge pile of walkers that are killed between her and Morgan. And they're just, like, exhausted and out of breath. Right. I imagine what that must feel like, you know. I mean, it's got to be tiring, just impaling walkers and slicing at them. And she's carrying this really heavy part from a plane. Propeller, yeah. Oh, it's the propeller. Yeah. That's that seems really heavy and like you it know is. like you said yeah. she's sliced her hand up and everything so it yeah that looked pretty darn crazy and then we see June and Al and they're passed out in the cockpit and we see a walker stuck in the window reaching for June's face yeah he's grabbing at her yeah as she and Al are hanging in the seats by the seatbelts I was like. Is it going to scratch her? Like, you know, I, just the way that it was grabbing onto her face. For a second, her eye almost looked like she was a zombie for a second. Oh. For, like, a split second. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. But then right. she, like, oh, then she opened her eyes. and Yeah. And know. then that zombie, it almost looked like it got squished into the, the ground or something. Just, I couldn't tell how it was there, but it, yeah. it looked like half of its body was either deep into the mud or it was just like half of a body. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Al is really incredibly talented. She has so many skills and she's only a journalist. Yeah. She can fly a plane. That must be because of her dad in that movie. What's it called? <laughs> the Taken Trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> and so Al is still using her camcorder to help find people and grow what is lost, a world again. And most everyone has died except for this Logan character. And they were determined to find Logan. So they went to him, you know, with extre- to the extreme of finding an airplane, mm-hmm. crash landing it for him. How can they trust people? Like, what hope do they have? Yeah, I thought the same. I mean, why would you go to that extent for someone you don't know? I mean, was he that convincing? 
I don't remember mm-hmm. if they introduced him. No, I'm just okay. I'm just you know hypothetically asking right this. I wonder, yeah. But now that I saw his character and um I think I've seen him in some other He's um, a character actor, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see how he could be so charming to maybe people thinking that they that he needs help. I don't know. Um, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. June is also determined to use to use her nursing skills, and she she seems to be a changed person. We've seen her go through ups and downs, and it's really incredible to see her and the hope that she has in her own life now, because it really wasn't there before and we mm-hmm. saw him you know, when we first met her. So she focuses on Luciana and gives her proper medical attention in a truck stop. I know. <laughs> she did an amazing job with the supplies that they had and they had a lot of supplies. <laughs> I would hope to have a nurse friend like her in a zombie apocalypse, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people don't care for June, but I like her. I do. And I like how so many people on Fear are resourceful. Mm-hmm. I mean, June not only plays nurse, but doctor. And Al plays pilot while she's a journalist. So it's, you know, I like how they are stretched, you know, yeah. to learn these things or just jump in and with knowledge and skill that they have. Right. I I, I just love that June, like, snapped out of it, you know, of that old, her, her old self. And um, I'm, I'm proud. Well, and then, you know, I love, love, love John Dory. Mm-hmm. I love his gunslinging. I love his attitude, his cowboy ways, the way he loads his weapon. Yeah. And he talks with June about being the lucky ones. And they have faced so many threats and have been put on the line. But they still survive. Yeah. And he just wants to share their, like, lucky bubble with others. But right. But others don't see it. And he is so upset that others won't take their help. I, I mean, he is, like, emotional. Yeah. And it is hard when you feel you are trying to help people, but they just don't take it. Right. And I'm just glad that they have each other. And they're helping each other with that. They're like a true yeah, couple. They are. You know? I know I like that part. Yeah, that's really because so. he was that person in her life when she was when she had no hope. And yes, you know. yes. And so he helped her with that. And he always had candy and popcorn. <laughs> and I I want to see what he has up his sleeves. Yeah, you know, because he's a good character. Yeah. he's he's one sick. of my favorites. Yeah, I like him. So. Yeah. Um, ooh, so then the new characters uh, that we met, the children, mm-hmm. Annie, Max, and uh, Dylan. So Annie is Max and Dylan's sister. And then she drives up in a van and tells everybody, get in. Like yeah. she's, So I'm like, oh, wait, maybe they do have a leader after all. Um, but she seems to be holding back on some very important information. And I, on what, you know, what is going on with the threat? Like, uh-huh. I feel like there is so much that she's not saying. There and, is. <laughs> yeah. The radiation Spin is not. Out. <laughs> exactly. The radiation is not the only threat. And I wish you, she would just say what it is. Like, ah, uh, it's like on the tip of my own tongue. I, I don't know. even know what it is to I say. Know. So I'm like, just say it. Yeah. Um. So when, you know, the. 
They come across the area with all the walkers tied together by their guts and the heads hanging from the trees. It reminded me of the chain gang from Negan's crew when Rick and everyone were trying to get pregnant Maggie to Hilltop. Mm, So I'm thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this doesn't look good. And that's, I feel like, what she was referring to. That Yeah, I think so, too. But I still want to know what it is. But Tell that's us. that's how they keep us watching. Because we yes. want to know. We want to know. Are you entertained? And so Morgan and Alicia talk about helping people. And Alicia is angry that Logan put them in this precarious situation and doesn't feel that it was worth the risk. But Morgan says that even though the threats are real that it is worth it. Otherwise, what is the purpose? If we are out here, we've got to make it mean something. He says, I am not done yet. I'm going to look for these kids. We keep trying to get through to them until they accept the help. It's not Mm. supposed to be easy. The things that I have done, it should be hard. Maybe that is how we know we are on the right track. Maybe. And... Alicia says it shouldn't be this hard. And Morgan says, but we are still standing. We are still here. So until we are not, we have to keep at it. Hmm. I, 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 I commend him for that. I liked that speech. Yeah. Because I think that helped me realize where his head was at. Because if everybody just closed up and closed their doors and you know, put down their blinds. It's like, then what are you doing? You're just living to serve, just to live another day. But what does that really mean? Do you think that Morgan has seen more than Alicia? Yes, most definitely. He's been on everything he saw in The Walking Dead. Compare, like, so comparing the shows, mm-hmm. The Walking Dead is way more intense than... I um, think everything the... that they've show, shown us that they've gone through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think so. So maybe Alicia is focusing on something, probably what her mom worked so hard for and lost her life. Mm -hmm. They're both right. Mm -hmm. I I get what Alicia is doing. She's trying to get them to survive so that they can make a future. But I think what Morgan is saying, we have to take a chance sometimes on people, which is what Rick did, too. Sometimes you have to take a chance. I just, I just, when I, I think of that, I remember when Morgan and Rick had their dispute on when Hilltop was like, oh, we have this Negan person. We need to do something about it. Right. And then Rick's like, oh, we'll just have to kill them. And then Morgan's like, "Uh, I veto that. Like, no, we're not doing that. He didn't want to be a part of it. And then it totally backfired. And got, you know, their loved ones Mm -hmm. bashed in and stuff. So I'm just thinking, Morgan, he really, he's been headstrong for a pretty significant amount of time. And I, it was from his um, sensei, right? Uh His trainer. Yeah. I think he's been carrying that positive mentality for a long time. Yeah. Until he lost um, Henry's brother, right? Then he, he went on a little spin after that. Yeah. Well, it's up and down with these characters. That's yeah. why I'm like, oh, which which time? What what Where was happening? Now? Yeah, but yeah, but Morgan. Yes. Oh yeah. When yeah, that when they were doing, they were short one melon or whatever that was, and yeah, and they accidentally got shot or something. 
Wasn't that when it happened? I think so, yeah, because that's when Morgan went on the deep end. and then, Yeah. Yeah, because I think he killed somebody at that point. Yeah, he was And really... that was against what he normally did or right. something. Yeah. So the group have encountered the following threats. So now they're in the radioactive area. Yeah. That we still have to figure out what that entails. Mm-hmm. Logan has taken over the denim factory, so the group has lost their home. Right. Temporarily, as far as we know right now. Somebody has set up this walker barrier with the The intestines. heads. Yes. Uh Al is knocked out by a masked person soldier or tasered. Yeah. And so I couldn't remember who killed that other soldier that she went back to. Did she kill him? You know what? I you're right. Like I don't. I didn't see him get killed as a regular person, so I don't know. No, he did. Or, but I um, can't remember if it was Al or if it was um, June or Alicia. So I know that somebody killed him, and then when they took his helmet off, he wasn't rotten. Yeah. Well, that um, Al took his helmet off when she went up to him in the rain. She took his helmet off, and then that's when she killed him. Oh, okay. So then he was a walker. He was a walker, but he wasn't all... So he had just recently died. I think so. That's why... So I'm just wondering, like, okay... I don't like, know okay, where he came from. Exactly. That's what I was tripping out. I was like, oh, he is not even rotten yet. So but he's... he was a walker. I didn't think one of them killed him. I, You know what it was? And originally, I thought he was on the plane with them. And then oh. I'm like, oh, it's a guy who died. But then I realized it wasn't. <laughs> because I didn't realize that Al was yeah. the one flying it, you know, until they showed it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Everything everything happened so fast. You're like, ah! It did. Trying to absorb everything. Um, and then the last thing is Daniel Salazar. We see him on the videotapes. And yeah. will he be friend or foe? I don't know. Will he be a threat? Will he not? We don't know. I don't know. For to strand, he will be. Right. <laughs> For sure. So... What other things did you notice in this episode? Yeah. Well, first of all, actually, now that we're talking about Daniel Salazar, I'm really tripping out that he's still alive. I thought he had. I really thought he was. I never thought he was dead. Really? Yeah. Because didn't he die at the... At the dam, but we don't know he died. We just... The thing blew up and all that, right? Oh, okay. And I... Somebody said Strand or shot him in the face or something. I don't know. I don't remember that part. Because oh. that was like. Oh, then I'm totally ago. backwards because I thought he died at the in Mexico in the uh, not the winery, but that ranch, that really nice. ranch. Oh, no, no, no. He can't. No, he was still he keeps living. He's like a cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, because he was like on the dam or whatever. Remember, because his daughter ends up um remember oh, he get yeah. finally treks his way back and right. ends, she ends up dying well see that's another point that i was gonna make um was that i missed season three most of it mm. okay so you, that might you did explain miss it. some things yeah yeah it, like i said i was in school you guys yeah. at that time and um this and particular raising a show. family, yeah, doing your job and working, and, <laughs> yeah, know, just the usual, yeah, stuff. yeah, the usual and uh, woman stuff, yeah, that and women was, go through. Goodness, you know, we can handle it all. We're all strong, but I, I couldn't um, watch it all the time because it, there were a lot of subtitles and it was in another language, and so it was hard for me to watch. So I missed mm. out on season three. 
Um, cause I had to do homework and all that yeah. stuff, you know, but anyways, um, yes. So strand, here's the distress call and is supposed to get on another plane from who Al apparently knows was Daniel Salazar, yeah. which I, like I said, is super weird that I think that he's alive. Yeah. Um, also what I noticed was strand, Charlie, Sarah and Wendell are back at the denim warehouse and they find that they have been hijacked and their stuff is all in dumpsters around the perimeter. And Charlie apparently wants to go inside and take the place back. Okay. <laughs> Ew. Charlie, come on. But you know what? Wendell's character, I do have to bring that up. That, um, you know, he's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he's really? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, oh, I wonder if he's really. Because I remember him from like the 90s. You know, he was on some TV shows. And so I looked him up and I thought I saw that he was in an accident. Yeah. And I thought, well, that. I feel is really incredible that he has his um, disability mm-hmm. and he's still casted in a role in an apocalyptic yes, I know um, show. show. So that's really awesome um, for his uh, career and mm-hmm. his um, yeah position that he's in. Yeah, I think it's awesome too. Yeah. yeah. What did you notice? Um, well, I want to bring up that some of the actions that the characters took did not seem very smart and i hate that yeah uh, you know i we've already talked about you know if you would believe someone or not but i think about this they all get on an airplane that no one knows how to fly and you're gonna <laughs> go all of you in this airplane yeah go to God knows where you're going, because if you're getting on an airplane, it's got to be kind of far. And yeah. you're going off to save someone you've only radioed with. Now, I could see they're doing that if they, if it's someone they, you know, love. Or not love, but just someone they, or their group, part of their group. Yeah. But just somebody just talked over the phone. I'm like, really? And then when Al goes back in the rain, even the morning says, let's go in the morning. And she goes, oh, it'll all be gone. So she goes on her own in the rain. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's raining. You can't hear things. So you can't hear. My, this is my thought. Okay, this is how I think. Now, who knows if I really think like this, if it was wrong. But I'm thinking, I'm not going by myself because one, you have to deal with walkers. Two, if somebody walks up, I can't hear them. So you you can't and you can't see i don't know and just, it's gonna cause problems with my group they're gonna be like where's al yeah now we gotta go find her yeah great why did she do this again we told her not yeah. to go yeah, like, yeah drama we don't need that so right? <laughs> i'm like ah, oh, why are you doing this those little things kind of bug me a little bit but you know i go with it and as al is going through the dead soldier's pocket she finds a map that shows a symbol that resembles the one on the helicopter, I can't even talk, helicopter that took off with Rick. Good eye. I love when they give us these little correlations and we see the expansion of the Walking Dead universe. Yeah. And then we, I, you kind of answered it earlier, but, you know, I wondered about these walkers that were tied together. They, they were tied together with their intestines. And that was like so gross. I'm like, oh, are those intestines? No. Who is doing this? This is a new threat. Yeah. It's gross. It is. And then I said about flying that far. I mean, think about how far are they that they flew somewhere? So how long is it going to get them to get back to help 
Strand and all the others. And by the way, I always forget everybody else's name. So only Strand's the only one I can really remember. Well, I mean, if they can radio in, I mean, I don't really understand that technology, but do you think it'd be that far? Yeah. I don't know. I guess we're going to find out because we're going to see how long it takes for them to get back. And then if Logan got to where they were in the same amount of time. He wasn't there. But he got to the denim factory, and they got to where he was supposed to be. Yeah, so but they he, passed he each said, other. no, he, he wasn't there. Oh, he was never there. No, he said, I picked the furthest place I could. Oh, you're to right. To tell you yeah. where I was at. So he wasn't specifically there. Oh, he was so then they must closer. be pretty far. Yeah, he said, I'm going to make them go way over there so they don't come back and bug me. So with all of this... Why do you love Fear the Walking Dead? Well, overall, I enjoy the show. Uh, I love zombie apocalypse. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And um, I love this show because it's my after school special that Dominic and I can enjoy together. Uh Dominic is my nine-year-old son. And I love that he gets excited. And he is so good with character names. And he really pays attention to the shows that we watch. Yeah. Yeah. So he is. I love that. I know. He's so good. He's awesome. He's detailed. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yes. And he asks questions and we have discussions. I love it, Dominic. About it during and after the show. Mm-hmm. And I am glad the new season has started. I love my special bonding time with my kids. Mm-hmm. And Dominic is still young enough that he still likes spending yeah. time with me. Yeah. So. These will be such good memories. I know. It's, it's so awesome. Yes. Well, why do you love The Walking, Fear the Walking Dead? Well, I just mentioned it, but. I love the crossover and the Mm -hmm. expansion of the Walking Dead universe, just like Marvel. Yeah. I like how things tie together. You see something on one show and then you watch another show and it gives you more information. It's like a puzzle that we want to solve or maybe because we like to think that even in this great big world that people and certain things are truly connected. Yeah. That's good. So I love that. I like that point that you made that it's like the Marvel universe. So Mm -hmm. different universe. Perfect. Okay, Brooke. Yeah. Who does your award go to? What is your favorite quote, character, or moment? Well, for this show, my award goes to Alicia for being a badass. She has evolved into a strong character and portrayed so admirable she is her mom's legacy Mm kind of like how carl was rick's legacy and judith is now carl's legacy Mm -hmm. so i like that it's you know down the family tree Mm -hmm. um she is an amazing protector and her strength as a female character is something to be proud of how far tv and film have come thank you alicia how about you i almost picked alicia okay because i yeah, she's just, I mean, it's, this episode, she's just come out so strong. And yeah. I, so everything that you said is so right on. But I had to pick the introduction of these kids. Dylan, Max, and Annie. I like that they have survived the threat surrounding them in this apocalyptic world by using their brains and their gut. Yeah. They feel like kids, Uh not grown-ups in a child's body, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, they can take care of themselves. So I really hope we see a lot more of them. I think we will. I feel like we will. I hope so, because I actually really do like them. Yeah, I think we will. I'm excited. Yeah. 
So, yeah. other than the walk or Fear the Walking Dead, yeah. what else are you currently watching? Well, I have to talk about um, this show. It's a, it's a it's a series on Netflix, okay. and it's called Black Summer. I haven't seen it. Have you seen the trailer? No. I'm surprised. It should have been. It should have popped up on your Netflix for sure. Okay. Um, it's a zombie move uh, show, Ooh. and it's. Um, uh, it's in the dark early days of a zombie apocalypse. And so it's uh, like they're still being evacuated from their communities oh. and they're not sure what's going on. They know that people are sick and they know that things have happened. But, you know, the ones that you're with, your loved ones, you, you haven't seen it until they've died or until you've left or been alone, possibly. So, um, you know, complete strangers have to come together so that they could find their loved ones and survive. And in this um, show, it's filmed somewhere flat. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, <laughs> very open. Yeah. And that's scary. There's mm. no real hiding oh, spaces, it seems. okay. You know, like, yeah. oh my gosh, you just have to see the first episode at least it will i watch i want to watch it but oh i got so many shows i know but you just telling me this much i want to watch it yeah so if you love zombie apocalypse and you love being scared which you did say today that you do love being scared, well it's the right kind of scared yes okay but i mean is zombie apocalypse yeah and like shows that i love and yeah i'm all like uh yeah you know this one it's like um i feel like this is a show for you yeah um, I like being scared for my characters or whatever it is. Yeah, That's yeah. what I like. You, you know? Okay. So it's almost like it's a virtual reality. Okay. It has nothing to do with that. But because this these characters, and they're focused on individually at times, uh-huh. you like feel like you've somehow like, you know are incarnated into their bodies. Wow. Like, so okay. when they're running, you're running. They're breathing hard. You're breathing hard. Their feet are aching. Yeah. Your feet are aching. Okay. You're just okay. like every piece of you has become that scared character. Wow. Okay. I was and I watched it by myself <laughs> and late at night okay. and I and I was stuck on it because and the episodes are not very long, mm-hmm. so you could get through oh, a pretty hard. That's yeah, sold. <laughs> yeah. So it's like boom, and then I was done in a couple of days. Like. I've been. I, oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. And so, um, this is like a mental high, and you might have some really exciting zombie dreams the first night you watch. I don't know about you, but I love my zombie dreams, and so when I get one oh here God, and there, no. I'm so excited, God. right? So the zombies in this show they're fast, and you. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay, I'd be scared. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And you may not survive this apocalypse, <laughs> but it is a thrill and an adrenaline rush in just mm-hmm. a few episodes. So mm-hmm. you can watch this on Netflix. Okay. Um, the other show that I watched, which I binged within like a few days, was Dead to Me. Yeah. And you had told me about this show. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, now I have to see it because, like, more people were telling me. And it's about a hot-headed widow searching for the hit-and-run driver who mowed down her husband. Uh And she befriends an eccentric optimist who isn't quite what she seems. So 
Christina Applegate, and Linda Cardellini, and James Marsden. Mm -hmm. They're the main characters. I love this show. I thought it was super creative. I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Christina Applegate. It's got, you know, it's comical, too, I guess. Yes. Because I know that you had said, one of your friends said, oh, it's cute. And I was like, oh, what does she mean by that? Now I have to understand. And so I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, it's cute. I like this show. But yeah, it had a little bit of dark humor. Yeah. Um, and so I do like that. And I think that Christina Applegate is really good with the dark humor. She's from yeah, the show. Yeah, she's so good. Yeah, she's from the show Married with Children, which mm-hmm. was very dark and humorous as yes, well. Yes, uh-huh. And um, she cracks me up. She does. You know, just as a mother. Yeah. And she's a mother. Uh-huh. I just really like her I character. And the way that she deals with the loss of her husband. So then she befriends Linda Cardellini's character, who she's from Freaks and Geeks. And her character is super sweet, a little kind of creepy at first. And they have this awkward friendship at the start, but it evolves and the story unravels. Christina Applegate's (laughs) mother-in-law, I love her her mother-in-law. She was played by Valerie Mahaffey, and she's from Desperate Housewives, which I... I love that show, but I can't remember who her on... She was, like, one of the neighbors, and she was also, like, this kind of, like, really... body Just a nuisance of a neighbor lady. She plays that role really well. Yeah. Yeah. She was awesome. And she is, like, the epitome of a mother-in-law cliche. You know, she's Mm -hmm. just like, oh, my gosh. Like, you could tell that... I don't want to give too much away, you guys, but you just have to Watch see this. It. She's outstanding actress. And um, also something in the episode or the series was that Christina Applegate is a breast cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. And in this series, there is symbolism and tribute to her character portrayal. So to her personal experience. And I really adored that for her. And I think that was really interesting that they were able to work that into her yeah. character somehow uh-huh. yes um so the story completely unravels and it just makes you want more and i heard that they're signing the second season contract so yeah that's really awesome but you know this story i could see the unraveling and evolving kind of like that show weeds on showtime mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever saw that. i didn't that was really good too so i could see it kind of like going into a tales you know just its own journey of drama and disguise and so i'm excited yeah i'm excited too i you know um so thumbs up to the show and i was so happy to hear it was renewed because yeah. i just heard it too i think it just came out so awesome. i was like yay yeah what Good are you show. watching so um so you think you can dance started and have you ever watched that show uh no <laughs> that means a no bro <laughs> <laughs> or maybe several years ago. I'm picturing like, oh, which one is it? There's a lot N- of dance Nigel shows. Nigel Lithgow is on it. Oh, yes. Uh, Mary Murphy, who screams. Cat yes. Dealey is the host. Yeah. Anyways, I watch it every year. Okay. I really love the show. And I, I, I try to think, why do I love the show so much? Because, yes, there's a lot of dance ones and there's a lot of singing ones. I think Nigel and Mary and the other two other new judges along with them. But I feel like the judges are so real. They're so invested. They're so emotional. And I also think these dancers, the dancers that come here, I I can't even believe sometimes how well all these people dance. I am like blown away. Mm. And when they dance... I'm moved by their some of their stories and their dancing. And then when the judges 
you you know, it's funny because you're having your own emotional reaction to the dancers. Okay. And then all of a sudden it'll pan to the judges and they're having the same emotional response. So it's cool. like, oh, we're on the same page here. We feel the same way. And yeah. I love how they all articulate what they've seen. And so I hope that it continues. I think it yeah. brings just um, it brings it out to the world. There was a dancer on there. I don't dance hip hop and I don't know how. Um, but there was a, the, one of the first people out there was hip hop. It was a, a girl who was oh, 18. Cool. Awesome. It oh. was so good. So here it makes me appreciate something that I'm not even able to do. Oh, okay. or And I it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it's an expression. It's an, an art and you're moved by it. I need to put this on for Gemma. Um, you guys, my daughter, Gemma, she's four. She's a little ballerina. But she like... She will love it. Yeah, she so does see, this own. is her, her okay. show. It just started Mondays at 8. But you could tape it. And Monday see at it. 8. Okay. So, um, so anyways, that started. Also, okay. um, just briefly, Songland, that's, um, that's not for everybody, but I do like it. It's a show about writing. And what they do is they have a panel. One is um, a One Republic, um, Ryan Tedder. Is one, there's like, they have like three people, and then they have an artist. And the, the three people are all people who are um, in their own right, songwriters and you know musicians and artists. But they have an actual artist. Um, like they had John Legend come the first week. The second week they had um, Black Eyed Peas, um, okay. Will I Am. And what it is, is that person comes on and these people, songwriters, are coming to write a song for that person to put on their album. You really kind of have to watch it, but it's just morphing, helping these writers to write the best song. And they end up at the end of the hour, that artist, one was John Legend, one was Will I Am, picks one of their songs after they've been mentored by these coaches and you know shifted their song around a little bit they um will perform their song and put it out on itunes oh so it's very cool that's cool what channel so is it on? that might be on nbc okay i'm not 100 percent. that's on tuesdays at 10 o'clock oh dang so it's a good show too okay. so on netflix there's a show called my next guest needs an introduction with david letterman heard about that this is the second season. It's really good. If anybody likes hearing about uh, any type of interviews. Now, I'll be honest. I didn't watch David Letterman when it was on. He is really great. Mm-hmm. I really like him. And I'm like, darn it. I didn't watch a show. What was wrong with me? Although I think he's different in here. I think he's, he's older. He's wiser. He interviews these people. The ones that I saw was Ellen DeGeneres and Tiffany Haddish. They were separate Perfect. people. But um, I've seen where he um, did Jay-Z, and, and which I don't know. I don't know anything about Jay-Z. And he had done Jerry Seinfeld, who I love. And last year, I think he did Obama. He did a few people last year. Anyways, the thing I want to say is he really is so warm and inviting. He lets these people be themselves. And there's always an emotional time somebody's teary-eyed this is when ellen i don't know if you've heard but she talked about her coming out as gay and um and i watched her show ellen way back when yeah and i really liked that show and i'm like why is it going away and she talks about you know all of that and then she talks about being um you know sexually um molested Mm. and that brings up an emotion because she's never brought that up before Mm. so i would really recommend watching um David Letterman with these interviews. He's really good at it. He, he's very humble. And I really like the show. So I 
would recommend it. Okay. What channel is that on? That's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. So you can watch it whenever. All right. Um, and all the shows are up there. So you can watch them. They're not weekly or anything. It's just like he does like six of them or however many. You can watch them at any time you okay. want. So I'm going to bring up Cobra Kai again. Cobra Kai. No mercy. <laughs> so I can't stop talking about this show because I got my family to watch it while vacationing. I got my husband and my sons to watch it. And I don't remember if I mentioned that or not before. But... Since then, my two sons have finished it, and a girlfriend has finished it, and uh, they are just—they just really liked it. They just really um, relate to Johnny, and one of my sons doesn't seem doesn't see Danny's point at all. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, didn't you see the Karate Kid? And my son's all, no, mom, I've never watched it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to run out and buy the movie. I'm like, you have to see where Danny is coming from or else this really doesn't it's make always sense on. to you. Yeah. But um, he's my child that doesn't, uh, well, I shouldn't say child, he's an adult, but still, he's still my child. Yeah. Um, that is the doesn't watch movies that much. Okay. You know, it's not, he's always into his music is what he's right. doing. So, um, out of all of them, he's the least one to watch stuff. But here he is, you know binge watching Cobra Kai that's yeah. how much they loved it so I was so happy that they watched it I hounded you yeah. <laughs> to get you and your family to watch and we it did. so we're not done with season two yet we haven't okay. picked it up in like a week but Dominic's been bugging what can we watch Cobra Kai we have to wait for dad you know of course so. <laughs> but it is so good we yeah. like it you know we the first night that we watched it the first episode, I looked at Gabe because he was the one that was resisting on uh-huh. it. And then I wanted to see if he was going to smile and say that he liked it. And he's like, put on the next one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. You like it? Okay. <laughs> and then we ended up watching like seven episodes so that night. It's so easy. So yes. the next day, we only had yeah. like two more to watch. And then we we're on season two. So that was Memorial Weekend where we had a lot of time mm-hmm. to do that. And it was mm-hmm. so awesome. It was fun, yeah. bonding. Yeah. We've all seen Karate Kid, every single one of us. Yeah. Um, we will not name your child who has not seen Karate Kid. <laughs> I almost did. <laughs> Putting it out there. But it is, yeah. So you definitely... Um, get the past, present, and then maybe a little bit of the future. Like, we're not done with season two, so I don't yeah. know what's going to happen, uh-huh. but we kind of see yeah. maybe what will happen with this. But yeah. it's good, you guys. Mm-hmm. You like, you know, action and... I love it. It's, it's for so everyone. Good. Yeah, too. it is. That's it's what I think. light. It's not, yes. you know, like the language isn't terrible. Um, there's a lesson in every single episode. And that lesson is... Everybody deserves a second chance. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You're right. So, that, that is what it is, yeah. right? It really is. I can't stop thinking about like well, how good also, I feel about myself after the episode. Because it, oh, it tells you that, that everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah. And don't stop until you've tried. Right? Yeah. Like, keep going. Yeah. I think also, because there's a lot of bullying in this, right? Because that's how it started. There's a lot of bullying. There's a lot of rivalry. Yeah. But I think maybe you see how other people live, too, right? And maybe why some people are bullies. Right. So, um, or maybe where it stems from. That or is where true. it comes from. Or that why they true. feel people... People feel they're on the outs. And sometimes, you know, and so there's always... And it's good to realize that and see that. So... True. Yeah. I just love this show. So watch it. Cobra Kite. That's on YouTube. 
Yes, it's on YouTube. So if you don't subscribe to YouTube already, um, you can get a 30-day free trial. Which so, you can watch the, both episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, you can both watch episodes, both seasons in like two days if you really well, had that okay, time. But they could do it. They could do it in four weeks. <laughs> so I also watch John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum, starring Keanu Reeves. Wow, this was an adrenaline-fueled, thrilling movie. It moves fast, it's brutal, and it has some wit. Yes. And it is a third installment of the John Wick franchise, and John finds himself excommunicado. All right. And because he kills the wrong person in the wrong place. Oh, that's no. In, that's in two. In two. Oh. And um, now he has a $14 million bounty on his head, and everybody either wants to face him. Well, they want to face him, and they want the money. So, you know, because he's pretty famous in the assassin world. And um, anyone that helps him or has helped him is punished. And I love that Halle Berry is in this with her dogs, who help him and it reminded me of the doberman gang movies from the 70s Ooh, wait there okay. was a, a 70s show called the doberman gang it was a bunch of doberman dogs oh and they were to rob banks and the they were, dogs the dogs were named like dillinger Babyface, bonnie clyde they were all named after these famous Cute. you know uh robbers uh and uh the doberman gang would you know, know how to go steal the money and all that because they're funny. trainers. And so I think they're trying to, this decade, they're trying to maybe revive that. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That thing. So that would be very cool. But anyways, the fighting is crazy. Um, I I mean, it's nonstop. It is nonstop. Um, it, it, I don't even know how Keanu Reeves' body can, and I know it's not really real, but still, how much his body takes is like, crazy he is like the energizer buddy bunny he just keeps going and if you like action-packed movies i totally recommend this okay so i was talking because i watched um john wick 2 the other night and uh, my older son we were talking because we were watching it and i'm like damn he moves pretty like he's awesome the way that he moves and he's got skill and my son was like well they film all the way through like his scenes he really has these skills and some um fight scenes I've seen in other shows and stuff you know they do it slow-mo like I'm gonna punch and then they like speed it up in their editing where I think John Wick it's not edited oh I had no idea well it's funny because it's funny about Keanu Reeves he he moves a little clunky He's kind like of that. like Liam Neeson yeah. does the same thing. He runs clunky. It's yeah. Like the, and so does Harrison Ford. Yeah. I've noticed that about three of them. They run kind of clunky, but it, yeah. it just makes you feel so real, right? Because they're not all like just fat. Like Tom Cruise, he runs Oh my gosh. Fast. His hair is all sh- <laughs> He yeah. runs like fast, right? right? Yeah. But no, the others, they have this like little clunky running and it's kind of like... It's, you know? I like that you brought that up because I love that about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I do. Like, he's just yeah. like, boom. It's just like his steps are really yes. big and yes. he's wearing that suit and you're like, yes! I'd run and clunky too if I were I wearing that suit. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. I know. I love it. 
All right. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful that you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you and gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback. We'll be uploading two new episodes Tuesday, June 18th. Next shows will be on Fear the Walking Dead Season 5, Episode 2, and Big Little Lies Season 2, Episode 1. You can find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.